Ciao, girl. Good evening. I see ya. I see ya. I see ya. I see ya. Good evening, Sister Benicia. Good evening, Sister Brenda. Good evening, Brother Marcellus. Good evening, Brother Bodine. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Good evening. Tell somebody to tell somebody else to tell somebody else that we in here. 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 In here, yeah. Welcome, 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 welcome to the preacher's corner, brother B. He's in here. We see ya. We see ya. We see ya. Yes, sir. We see ya. We see ya. Guess what, y'all? We see ya. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, happy Monday, happy Monday, happy Monday, thank you, 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 thank you for tuning in to the Preacher's Corner, definitely are appreciative that y'all fell in the building. Yeah, we on the corner, y'all. We on the corner. Look like we in Memphis tonight. Shout out to all my people in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Bless everybody in the building. Bless everybody in the building. Guess what? It's been a great weekend. Been a great weekend, and we always want to celebrate our small, our small victories over the weekend. Yeah, 16 downloads. I said small victories. 16 downloads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Y'all calm down. We good. We good because we're only a month old. I said it's a small beginning. But guess what? It's all over the world. So I'm going to shout out them people. Yeah, I got to shout them folks out. I got to shout them out because they showing love. That's what they showing love at, y'all. They showing love in Peterson, New Jersey. San Contrina, Brazil. Sao Paulo, Brazil. Paragominas, Brazil. Brisbane, Queens Island, Australia, Lagos, Nigeria, Brussels, Belgium, Dublin, Ireland, Cologne, Germany, Frankfurt, Germany, Rocky Mountain House, Canada, Vancouver, British Columbia, Minnesota, Chi-Town, Sacramento, California, San Jose, California, Wichita, Kansas, Ashburn, Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia, PVU, Preview University is in the house, that baddest band in the land, that marching storm, y'all don't know nothing about 
that. Guess what? We got some folks over there in Garland, Dallas, Mesquite, Middleton, Mansfield, Arlington, Forest Hill, Folk Party Worth, Everman, Alvarado, and 118 South Texas Street. Them faithful folk in Crowley, Texas. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yay! All in our first month. I got a shout out to the people, my brand new partners and homers that we uh, got acquainted with today. Man, the people at Save Radio, the people at Hits 107.3, the beat in ATL, Sister Tanza. Shout out to you, KD of King David Studios, Platinum's Kitchen, Ava, Mellow, guess what Mellow from y'all, he's from the Breakfast Club, DJ Rob, uh, Commotion, Shouty Boy, and the Black Christian Influencer Family, yo, we growing, we meet new people, we connected with new people, we collaborating with people all over the world. Maybe it's small to you, but it's big. It's big to us. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Get an opportunity. Go check out. Like and subscribe and follow to all of our social media platforms. I am Pastor JT and you can find me on Instagram at JTM Ministries underscore 1405. You can find our church at HOD underscore of Crowley, Texas. Our YouTube channel for the church is HOD TV. Oh yeah, oh yeah, HOD TV. Our outreach ministry is We Are Mafia on Instagram and Mafia on Facebook. House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas on Facebook. Our Twitch account is House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. Beat Sessions with Nita is the baddest, the best makeup artist in the DFW area. None other than the Queen. And she's here, Lady Mayberry. She's on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. When you get an opportunity, when you get an opportunity, check out our website, www.thepreacherscorner.net. There you can find our bio and all sorts of things. You can find everything about the Preacher's Corner on our website. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Guess what, y'all? We got a good one. 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 Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. He's one of my new family members of the Black Christian Influence uh, group, man. So it's it's going to be real good connecting with a lot of the pastors that's involved in that community yay it's gonna be real good it's gonna be real good 
So without further ado, we're going to get our fair use out the way. We're going to get the fair use all the way out the way. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Indeed. Shout out to Sister Davis. Sister Davis and now Drop those anchor emojis if you're anchored in the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey. I want to encourage somebody to hold on. Let's go. Battles won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my God can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word and nothing else. Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself. See the truth will set you free. Set you free. True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Give me a mission of peace to you. Pray I will succeed And so far my friends been answered Cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing Let them edit my story If the end is after Christ I won't see you to get the This is your first opportunity here with us. What is the Preacher's Corner? The Preacher's Corner is a place that is for lovers of preaching. We love the Word of God. We we, we love us some preaching around these parts. We we love us some preaching. You dig? So tonight, we have a magnificent man of God. He's none other than Apostle Brian Meadows out of Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Great man of God. He's the senior pastor of the Embassy Church 
in Atlanta. 11 years as the pastor. And he's also the uh, podcast host of the Angry Pastor. Man, y'all got to check it out. Y'all got to check it out. It is off the chain. It's off the chain. It's off the chain. So check him out. Check him out. Yeah, download it. He's on Spotify. And he's on, uh, what's that other one? Apple. I listen to it on Apple. And I believe he's on uh, Google Podcasts as well. Go check him out. Go check him out. Go check him out. Are we ready to get in to some preaching? Let's go. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner. Brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT. Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is our In-House production. All right. You are in a process of becoming. What you are now, what you are going through now is not what you will be when this is over. And the worst thing you can do is make permanent decisions based off of temporary discomfort. There is something that God is developing you into and it's going to be seen not many days from now. But I want to teach on a subject called loading because we are all in process. See, this is one of the things that we don't understand about spirituality and especially about Christianity. One of the things that Jesus shows us is that spirituality is a journey. You ever notice that the entire journey of Jesus is him walking? When we first see him, he's walking. His parents are taking him to Jerusalem. They get lost because in a journey, sometimes you lose your way. And for some, for some reason in the church, we make people feel like, hey, you're going to start and it's going to be perfect from the time you start to the time you finish. But the scripture says, train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they become old, they will not depart from it. So between them being trained up and them being mature, there is a middle that we have to navigate. And God is not just alpha and omega. He's also the God of the middle. The God of the stuff we don't understand. The God of the stuff we don't like. The stuff we run from. Make excuses for. Try to work around. He's the God over those things too. And so I want to deal with a subject called loading. Let's go to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. I'm going to read one verse of scripture. I really want to read. I'm going to read two. Luke 2, and let's look at verse number 7. It says, and she brought forth her firstborn son. Everybody say, amazing moment. Come on, y'all. This is her firstborn son. This should be a joyous occasion. This is my first time. First time getting married. First time going to school. First time graduating. First time. Whenever you think about a first You usually have the connotation of celebration, everybody being jubilant. Oh, congratulations, this woman, and this is talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Look at what it says in verse number seven. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the end. Now, this says a manger. That's being nice. It was a barn. 
and they're still being nice. It was a place that held animals. It was not meant for you. Hear me. It was not sterilized. And this is what you have to understand. The majority of times, God will raise a great gift in unsterilized environments. Y'all ain't ready for me. See, I know you think that you should have been protected from it. But what if God allowed you to go through it because it was the trauma that was going to activate your gifting? You didn't even know how bad you were until you survived that last trauma. You thought you would have committed suicide, gave up, ran away, but look how much you endured and you are still here. What if it was God's will to allow something hard to activate your potential? We don't like y'all. Y'all don't like that. Her first child. If it was her second, you know, after you have your first one, you just... You know, the first one, you, 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 you're real careful. Don't drop it. The second one, you'd be like, hold it, baby. <laughs> but this is her first one. Where my parents at? Where the people that love me and support me? No, when I have a baby, the first thing I hear is, bad. Nobody's saying congratulations. I'm hearing animals. I don't smell frankincense and myrrh. You know what I smell? You know what I smell. What if I told you that was the smell of development? Jesus, man. Hear me. It is rare that you are developed in plush environments. Whenever God wants to develop you, he always develops you around animals. I ain't got time. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you in just a moment. But in Luke chapter 2, verse number 7, look at what it says. And she brought forth, forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the end. Let's go to the book of Zechariah. To the book of Zechariah. Real quick. Let's go to Zechariah 4. Let's go to Zechariah 4. And I think we're going to go to verse number 10. Zechariah is toward the end (laughs) of the Old Testament. Zechariah 4. Now, Well, let me just give you the preliminary. I'm going to read it a little bit, and then let me just give you the preliminary. For who hath despised uh, the day of small things? For they shall rejoice and shall see the plummet in the hand of Zerubbabel. Now, that's a whole bunch of stuff, all right? And if we had time, once you hear the word Zerubbabel, you lose energy. (laughs) Somebody just started talking about, like, let me talk to you about Zerubbabel. Oh, God, man. Okay. All right. But just so you know, just so you can get the gist of it, do y'all remember uh, Daniel? Daniel and the lion's den. Daniel had three friends, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They were all captured um, uh, by a Babylonian king, and they were brought into Babylon. And for years, Israel were in captivity. All right? They were in captivity. When they end up leaving, Babylonian exile, they are led by a man named Zerubbabel. 
and Zerubbabel are going to lead his generation back to Jerusalem. But not only that, he's going to rebuild the temple that was broken down when when Babylon entered in and sieged Jerusalem. All right. So he's been there for generations. They have been in Babylon so much so that they have forgotten where they came from. They speak Babylonian. They dress Babylonian. They eat Babylonian. But all of a sudden, there's going to rise a king that says, I'm going to let y'all go. They're going to leave. Zerubbabel is going to be the one to lead them out. When they get to Jerusalem, you know, Zerubbabel is like, man, there's no place to worship. Because from Adam's day until the first century church, there was always a place to gather to worship God. In Adam's day, it was a garden. In Noah's day, it was an ark. In Abraham's day, it was faith outside of his mama's house and his daddy's house and outside of his country and around his friends and family. Are y'all following me? There's always been a place. Moses established the tabernacle. Solomon established the temple. By the time we get to Jesus, Herod has his own temple. But there's always been a place for people to gather to worship their God. If they can have stadiums to worship their God of sports, why can't we have... If they can have if they can have strip clubs to worship the god of lust and perversion, why can't we have a church? Hear me, strip clubs ain't never going online. Don't get quiet. Amen. Everybody like the church, we need to get out of the four walls of the church. Tell the strippers that. Man, the church, we will never have buildings again. But they still doing concerts. Hear me. As long as Usher still has a stadium or a concert hall, the church still needs a concert hall or a stadium or a place to gather. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. All right, I'm going I'm to track through the history. So Zerubbabel says, we got to build it, y'all. We got to build it. So they start to build. But hear me. In the process of building anything, when you first start, what you start building ain't going to look like what it's supposed to be when it's done. So that means there is a stage that you have to endure where what you're building don't look good. It don't look good. It don't sound good. It don't smell good. You're trying to show everybody, no, this is what it's going to look like. And they're like, those are what we call dark days. I want you to write that down. And when you're building anything, there are dark days. And get this, we have trained Christians how to really, like Christians know how to celebrate. Because we wait on their testimony. We wait on the breakthrough. Christians know how to dance. But do you know how to endure? Weak. The first thing we do when pressure hits is we start blaming people. You did, you did, you did. You ever said, what did I do? How can I change? How can I grow? And what I've learned is that God will put you in isolation until you ain't got nobody to point to but you. God will put you in isolation until you can't blame nobody but the person in the mirror. They're in dark days. So... While they're in dark days, God says this in Zechariah 4 and verse number 10. He says, who hath despised the day of small things? All right. Now, 
Another version of this you may have heard is says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. You ever heard that? That's another translation. I got another translation for you, all right? This is the Brian Meadows translation. It says, do not, do not despise the day of small beginnings. This is what I heard. In the beginning, do not despise the day in its beginning. Did y'all hear what I said? Do not despise the day in its beginning. Because hear me, every day begins at night. And if you confuse your opportunity with how it feels, you will sabotage your opportunity. Because y'all ain't ready for me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. All right? So I'm going to teach you this at Create, but I told y'all I'm getting you prepared. I'm getting my church prepared. I want you to be 10 steps ahead of everybody else. So when I start teaching, I ain't got to catch you up. Are y'all here? All right? So I want y'all to follow me. This is a clock. All right? This is a 24-hour period clock, not a 12-hour. A 12-hour, you will see the same time twice, p.m., a.m. A 24-hour clock, I want you to start up here at 12. Down here is going to be 12 as well. All right? This is going to be 6. And this is going to be 6. All right? This is AM, or we're going to put PM, sorry. And this is AM. Are y'all here? All right? So you have the day, John 9 and 4, I must work the works of, sin, or of him who sent me, John 9 and 4, 5, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Watch me, all right? Split this up. This is day. This is night, all right? I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night comes where no man can work. Now, I want you to understand, Jesus when he starts his ministry, and I'm not going to get into it right now, but when he starts his ministry, he starts here in absolute darkness. The peak of his ministry is not him preaching to thousands. All right? All right? All right? All right? All right? The peak of his ministry is not him healing a whole bunch of people. He is at his highest level of influence when he's on the cross. Y'all ain't ready. Because your opportunity don't feel like you think it's going to feel. See, you waiting for the check. God's waiting on the cross. You're waiting for somebody to open a door. God says, bro, I'm trying to make you into a door. You still waiting on somebody to pay you? <laughs> Hear me. You are not in purpose as long as somebody's paying you. Y'all don't like that type of stuff. Now, 
You may be in the process of getting there, but purpose, you ain't got to wait on somebody else to pay you for what God told you to do. When you are in purpose, hear me, you are out of your spirit and potential will create a flow of revenue, different streams of revenue where people will, where people will pay you to just be you. I want y'all to understand, Jesus is at his height when he's on the cross. Because when you are in purpose, it is a life filled with sacrifice. See, we preach entrepreneurship more than we preach Christianity. We preach our business more than we preach the burden of the Lord. This is why, hear me, if I start preaching on 10 ways to start your business, people shout and everything, but if I teach you 10 ways to get on a cross, are y'all here? Now, I'm showing you this, this timeline because you have dark days, you have day, and then you have night, right? You have day, and then you have night. Now, God develops us in the night. What is the night for? Let's go ahead and get to this real, real quick. All right. Whenever we say a dark day, number one, we're talking about a beginning. I want you to write that down. A beginning. Whenever we talk about a dark day, we're talking about something's beginning. Everything has an origin or a beginning. Whenever something begins, it's going to be dark. There's going to be, I want you to write this down, there's going to be a lack of support. There's going to be a lack of support. There's going to be a lack of knowledge and wisdom. Hear me, that is okay. That's the beginning. That's the beginning. Whenever you start something, you should already expect to have a learning curve. It's going to take you a while to learn how to do something new. It's a beginning. Another word I want you to write down is infancy. And these, we have these slides in the back if you can put them up. Number two is infancy. Uh, when we talk about darkness or a dark day, we're talking about a thing in its infancy. Right? When something is at its infancy, even though it may have a lot of potential, it doesn't have a lot of practicality. It can't do nothing. Right? You have a business idea. It can't do anything right now. And even though you have a lot of potential and you're excited about it, it's hard for people to get excited over potential. So this is the season where you have to celebrate yourself. Are y'all here? Like literally, you have to celebrate. Look, man, we're going to grow this thing. Uh-oh, we just hit this goal. Uh-oh, we fixed this credit. Uh-oh, we just did this. You celebrate yourself because everybody isn't going to understand your small victories. Right? So number one, it's a place of beginnings. Number two, it is a place of infancy. Number three, it is a place of invisibility. Invisibility. And hear me, when the seed goes into the ground, it's supposed to be invisible for a while. When you first start dating, you should be invisible for a while. See, Jesus said this, Matthew chapter 13. He said, once a seed goes into the ground, it has to grow and produce fruit. He said, when it first starts to produce fruit, birds of the air will try to come and snatch the seed. It's the same way. Hear me. You just got with them. Don't put them online because birds of the air, I'm talking about females, pigeons, fowls. 
They're going to try to swoop and get your man. Because you put them all out there knowing y'all ain't in a committed relationship. But you're putting it everywhere. Look, look, look. And then you wonder why it don't work out. Because once you start inviting, involving too many people, what do you think? And what do you think? What do you think? And what do you think? But you ain't even thinking for yourself no more. Other people are controlling your relationship. So keep it practicing me. Just us. Girl, you got somebody? No, I'm good. Keep it. It's invisibility. See, social media teaches you in order to be important or successful, you have to post it. That's not true. That's not true. You don't ever see Leonardo DiCaprio tell me something, hey, I'm on set right now. No, they have an embargo. You cannot talk about what we're doing. And whenever you're building something big, you don't talk about it. It's small. For 400 years between Malachi and Matthew, God was building something. Make me a body. And he didn't tell nobody. Didn't tell nobody. He said, even the angels desire to look into the things pertaining to salvation. And God didn't even tell angels. So it's invisible. This is the time that you cannot get your gratification through likes, through shares, through comments. You have to get your gratification because you are being obedient to the timeline of the Holy Spirit. This is not my time. My time has not come. Do y'all remember John chapter 2 where the mother of Jesus, she was having a soiree, she was having a wedding, she invited Jesus and the disciples, and all of a sudden they ran out of wine. She went to Jesus and said, Jesus, they ran out of wine. What did Jesus say? My time. My hour is not here yet. So, the, the third one is invisibility. And the fourth one, I want you to write this down. And the fourth one is imperfection. Imperfection. Dark days are days of imperfection. You are not perfect. You are being perfected. Now, let me see. The, let me see. The, how many, from, from a hand, let me just see a hand. How many people were born in the 80s? 80s. Okay. Okay. Oh, put your hand out. Let me, let me see, because I got to see the demographics real quick. How many people were born in the 90s? Let me see your hand. Good God Almighty. Kendall, you were born in the... No, you wasn't. Keisha, you were born in the 90s? You was not. That is crazy. Anybody born in the 2000s? Get out. Get out. No, I'm just fine. I'm just fine. I'm just fine. I'm just fine. <laughs> That's the future. You see? Yeah, you see? See? <laughs> okay, but if you were born in the 80s, do y'all remember Y2K? So, 
If you were born in the 80s, you remember the advent of the internet. You remember how life was before there was internet. It was either on TV, the radio, in a newspaper, a magazine. If it wasn't on one of those, you did not know about it. All right? Now, if you remember 1999, as we started to transition into 2000, everybody started talking about Y2K. They said that the earth was going to explode, pretty much. Like, I'm, like they said everything's going to shut down, credit cards wouldn't work, TVs, everything. So literally, y'all, 1999, December 31st, at 11.50, everybody was like this. And then it turned 1201, not that we said this type of stuff. What is that? People prepared for weeks. They got water. Couldn't find water no more. Eggs, milk. Like literally. And when the internet first came out, it wasn't fast. As a matter of fact, it was what they called dial-up. Where you had to have like a cord that you hooked up into the phone jack. And in order, you usually had to do like what, AOL? Y'all remember AOL? And when you, when, you, when you turned on the computer and you tried to get online, it would make this sound. It was in a stage of loading. It was trying to find a connection. It was trying to find significance. I need y'all to hear me. There is a sound that absolutely frightens the enemy. And it is the sound when your life says, eh, 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 eh. I feel like preaching now. Somebody shout, I'm loading. Now, let's define loading. I want you to write this down. Let's define loading really, really quickly. Now, the word load means to install. To install. For example, to load a disk means to mount it in a, in a disk drive, to copy a program from a storage device into memory before it can be executed. So every day, Adam would wake up and get a download. He would walk with God in the cool of the day. And God would download his mind. Remember Isaiah 55? My words are above your words. My words are not like yours. My thoughts are higher than yours. So as far as the heavens are above the earth, so are my words above your words. So I'm going to send, just like the rain, I'm going to send my word down. That's called a download. Is when God gives you his word so that you can be upgraded. You know a computer when it needs to upgrade, you got to download. You follow me? So this is what we call loading. It's when God is trying to install a new program. So between where you are and where you are going in the middle, there are things that God has to load into your spirit and load into your life. But in between, it's going to make a inch. It's going to make a sound that you really don't understand. It's going to look like something that you really don't. As a matter of fact, whenever you would try to get on the internet and it would do that, you know what you had to do? You had to wait. You just had to sit there 
until a connection was made. And most of us haven't learned to do that because the moment something starts loading, we get distracted. And we find other things to do. But this is the season you got to learn. Everybody say, wait on the Lord. You got to learn to wait on the Lord. And again, I say, wait. Okay, let me show you this, and then we're going to get ready to go home. All right, now, there are three models I want you to write down that we're going to deal with. Well, probably more than that. Uh, Number one, uh, let me just, I'll give you a line, and we'll figure out the ones that we'll deal with. Just write down Adam. Adam. Write down Noah. Show you something. Write down Noah. Write down Moses. Write down Joseph. Write down David. Write down Jesus. I got another one. I got one more. How many is that? Six? I got to throw a woman in there. Write down Rahab. Rahab. If you can't spell Rahab, just put Taquana. <laughs> I can spell that. <laughs> just write down R. Okay. <laughs> Milton, don't be embarrassed with me. <laughs> all right? Now, <clears throat> all of these people have something in common. Now, this is something I noticed. When I studied all of these people's lives, I looked at their loading season. All right? Now, look at what God does to Adam in his loading season. The scripture says, God puts Adam in a garden and causes all of the animals to pass by. Look at what God does to Noah in his loading season. He says, Noah, I want you to build an ark and two by two, the what? The animals are going to come. Think about Moses. Moses goes to Egypt, Acts 7.22. He's trained in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, but then he is demoted. He goes from being the top of Pharaoh's army to being a shepherd under Jethro. But during his loading season, he's dealing with sheep. Not just Moses. Think about somebody like Joseph. The scripture literally says in Genesis chapter 37, one of the first two verses, it says Joseph was a shepherd over his brother's flock. Don't even think about Joseph. Think about David. When David is in his loading season, he's a shepherd having to deal with sheep. Not just David. Think about Rahab. When Rahab is in her loading season, she got to deal with animals. They're men, but they're animals. I feel like preaching, man. I feel like preaching. And think about Jesus. When Jesus is first born, he's born in a, in a manger surrounded by Why does God develop gifts around animals? Why does God develop unique anointings around beasts, predators? Number one, I want you to write this down. I've learned when you're dealing with a shepherd, a sheep is is the epitome of loading. 
Because number one, when you first get a shepherd or when you first get a sheep, it starts off as a kid. That's a baby. That's a baby sheep. Hear me. Nobody's eating a baby sheep. You can't get no milk from a baby sheep. You can't get no wool from a baby sheep. So guess what you got to do with a baby sheep? You got to let it load. You got to wait for it to grow to produce. And even after it produces, you have to let it load again. Are y'all here? See, it is in your loading season that God teaches you patience. How to wait for stuff to mature. But some of us haven't learned that. That's why the moment we get in a relationship, we microwave their maturity. Hear me. They may be your friend for five years before you get married. But if you try to microwave their maturity, y'all real quiet in here. What time is it? It's time to go. It's 1130. You got to allow people to grow. You got to allow them to load. And you can't rush a connection. So look at what God does. God takes men and women that he is developing and gives them something to develop. Because it is through them developing what God gave them that God develops them. Y'all, everybody say spiritual principle. If you get this, you will never be impatient again. If, if you get this, you will never be discouraged by waiting again because you will understand that the waiting has purpose. Every, every pregnant woman knows there is a time that you just want it out. Like, bro, I'm good. Like, let's just get this. But you still got to what? Wait. All right? Let's continue. So, to, to, to install or to load, it literally means to install, all right? So, what is another reason why God raises us up around animals? This is what I saw in my imagination. I saw, you know, because, you know, you look at a, a, you know, a Bible picture, you know, a Bible, you know, Jesus comes up, you know. All the animals, for some reason, you know, they just, like Jesus is Dr. Doolittle. All the animals just say, oh. It don't matter. It it could be a a horse, pig, coyote. It don't, it's just. But animals are not like that. So when Mary first has the baby, it's not just about them wanting to eat the baby. They have diseases that the baby may be susceptible to. So the first thing that Mary does when the baby comes out, she don't say, hey, look. She says, no, 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 no. Same thing that Jochebed does. The moment Moses is born, what does she do? She covers it. She don't post it. She covers it. Because it is in the dark, a stage of infancy invisibility the beginning of a thing are y'all here so it has to be protected so this is what I learned I saw in my imagination I saw all of these animals starting to try to attack uh, the baby I just saw them try to and so the Lord said to me he said I raise gifts around animals so that they can learn that they're unbreakable At this stage, you shouldn't be afraid 
of no lions, tigers, and bears. All right. So, I got to show you something. Are y'all, what time is it? Y'all give me 10 minutes? That was a tired, yeah. All right. So, let me show you the backside. I want to show you the backside real quick. Let's go to Genesis. Genesis chapter 1. Let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse number 5. Thank you. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 5. Genesis chapter 1, verse number 5. I'm going to go ahead and read it just for the sake of time. It says, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning, y'all know this scripture, were the what? Now, I want to show you this. So I'm going to draw earth like I've been drawing a clock, but I'm going to separate the earth into two parts, right? The Lord says that I'm going to have day and night. I'm going to have a greater light to rule the day and a lesser ranking light to rule the night. So I'm going to have the sun and I'm going to have the moon. All right? The moon is going to rule the night while the sun rules the day. Now, previously when I broke up the clock, I broke it up horizontally. Y'all remember that? Right? And we had day up here, night down here. Now I'm breaking up this day. I'm breaking up the earth, right, into, uh, into, into uh, vertical pieces. So I want you to look at the earth, and we have day and night. So there's a part of the earth that is in light, and there are part of the earth that's in darkness. Look at what the scripture says. It says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And I've taught you this before. It's talking about what? The rotation of the earth. So there is a part of your life right now that is in darkness. All right? You don't have to be discouraged because your world is. So there is an area in your life that is going to be in darkness for a time. But if you remain consistent at some point, it's going. All right. Now watch me. Everything that God matures or grows, he does it in cycles rotations. We call them, write it down, seasons. God develops everything in seasons. I've taught you guys this before. He develops everything in seasons, all right? Now, so you have a day and you have a night. Now, the night, we've already established what the night is, but I want you to write this down real, real quick. Write down Exodus Chapter 3, verse number 1. Exodus chapter 3, verse number 1. I'm going to read it to you. It says, Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock, look at what it says, to the what? Come on, y'all. Everybody say it with, say it with power. Say, he led it to the what? Now, to everything... There is a backside, all right? Everything. It don't matter what it is. To everything, are y'all here? There is a 
backside. Here, uh, one day, uh, Moses goes up into the mountain. He wants to meet with God. He says, show me your glory. Y'all know, sometimes we be deep. He said, show me your glory. God said, bro, you don't even know what you're asking for. He said, I'm going to put you in a dark place, in a hard place. I'm going to put you in a transitional place between a rock, between the cleft of the rock. It's going to be a dark day. It's going to be a hard place. I'm going to put you there, and I'm going to cover you with the shadow of my hand, meaning that my power is going to overtake you. That's what the hand means. You're going to start to feel the power of God. Now, when I do that, I'm going to visit you. This is what the Scripture says in the King James Version. He says, I'm going to pass by you. Are y'all here? When it says pass by, it means I'm going to give you an encounter. You're not going to get to have this. You're not in the New Testament. In the New Testament, I'm not just going to pass by. I'm going to give them the resident indwelling of the Holy Spirit so that they can have a continuous encounter. But Moses, you're in the Old Testament. The blood of my son has not been shed. So there is not a continual way for you to encounter my presence. So I just got to give you a moment. And he gives Moses a moment. And this is what he says. He says, I'm going to cover you with my hand and I'm going to pass by. And the only thing you're going to see is my backside. That's what he says. You're going to encounter me in the dark. I wish I had time. All right? I wish I had time. All right? Because there's a few new Christians here, and they're excited to be saved. But there's a few older Christians, and we encounter God on the backside. One happy moment. Now, follow me. To everything, there is a backside. You know, um, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, you got the front of the house, and then you got the kitchen. The kitchen is the backside. Some of y'all are too bougie to be blessed. I'm just being honest with you. You, too, you, you look too nice. Because hear me, development don't look nice. Development looks like running mascara. Do y'all follow me? Development looks like you sweating out your hair. Development looks like you on your knees praying. Development looks like deliverance. De- are y'all here? So there's a backside. There's a backside. I got to show you this, all right? Now, this is just for your notes, and I'm going to go home. All right? Don't say it. All right, just follow me. It ain't going to take long, all right? Let me just give you this concept. I got to show you. All right? So, I'm going to draw the destiny diagram. Whatever. I don't care. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) Okay? Now, for those of you that may not know what I'm drawing, all right, I want you to draw in your notes. Just draw a dot. Draw a dot, just real quick. All right? And then I want you to draw... A horizontal line, and I want you to draw a vertical line, all right? Now, the horizontal line, I want you to label purpose, and the vertical line, I want you to label calling. Now, there's a reason why I'm showing you this, all right? Let me show you, okay? Life 
is lived on levels and it is traveled on lanes. All right? Each one of these boxes represents a chapter of your life, a season of your life. A season of your life is made distinctive when a lane and a level, or a lane and a level, intersect. Every time a moment of mastery intersects with a season of growth and transition, it creates a moment in time Call a chapter, a season. It could be a year of your life. It could be a month. It could be a year. It, it, it doesn't matter, but it creates a season, all right? If you increase your skill, the journey it takes for you to increase your skill, your competence, and you maturing during that process, it creates another season. If you're still on the same level of skill, you're still in the same season. All right. If you're still on the same level of maturity, you're still in the same season. This is why you'll realize when your gift shifts and your maturity grows, your friends change. Yeah. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. I ain't got time. We got to go. All right. So now I'm showing you this because I want to show you your trajectory. All right. Now. It is God's will that you grow, that you increase, right? We go to, from faith to faith, glory to glory, so forth and so on. It's God's will that we increase. But I want you to understand and always remember this, destiny is symmetrical. Think about whatever you do. Think about, just think about what you do, right? Um, how many people by show of hands used to sell weed? It's just right now, I'm just playing. Don't raise your hand. Don't, don't raise your hand. I saw somebody like, one, two, three. <laughs> Turn the lights on. Come on, y'all. We got to go. Let's go. All right? Now, now, why am I saying that? Because if you can do it on that side. Come on, y'all. If you can do it on that side, why is it that you get saved coming to church and just be quiet? Why were you so active out there, but you're so docile in here? But they're going to judge me. No, you're judging yourself. You judged you before we even knew what you did. What I'm trying to show you is that if it can be done there, it can be done here. So destiny is symmetrical, meaning that if God can use you, the enemy can too. So, there are two sides to your story. There are two sides to your potential. Watch me. There are two sides to your success. Now, this is what I call the mountain of authenticity. All right. Adam goes up a mountain. 
We don't call it a mountain. We call it the hill of the Lord. But it's him elevating in consciousness to meet his deity. But he has to ascend. Noah builds a boat. The rains come down. Descend. But it only descends so that it can lift Noah up onto a mountain. Moses goes up a mountain. David is on the backside of the desert. Jesus goes up Matthew chapter 3 and then of course when he goes to Golgotha's hill, he goes up a mountain. The reason I'm showing you that is because I want you to use the mountain as an archetype for your success. Right? In order for you to go up and be who God has called you to be and get to the top of the mountain, you got to start down here. That's a that's a dark day. When you first start your climb, it's going to go up. But if you can go up, you can also what? You can also go down. Now, this is why I need to show you. I'm done. Thank y'all. Hear me? This is what I'm trying to show you. I want you to break this mountain up. I'm going to extract the mountain real, real quick. All right? Don't play me off too quick. Use on point, though. Use on point. because I said I was about to be done. But I think there was pride. <laughs> Don't play me off. <laughs> you can play. You can play. You can play. I'm done. I'm done for real. All right? I want to show you this, this mountain because I want you to know that there are two sides to the mountain. There's two sides. There's a day, and there's a backside. There's a light side, and there's a dark side. There's a visible side, and there's an invisible side. When David is on the backside, he's writing psalms. He's singing. He's worshiping because when you get into your day, you won't have a lot of time for yourself. Some of y'all complain, man, I'm all by myself, man. Everybody going out. Hear me. God is giving you time. Because once your business takes off, you ain't going to have no time to go to the club and go to the lounge. and hang. You ain't going to have no time. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create an opportunity for you right now. For you to get to know who you are, learn what you like, learn what you don't like. Adam, I'm going to put you to sleep and I'm going to pull out Eve. Pull out your potential, your gifting, your ability. But it's going to be in a dark season. All I'm trying to do, all I'm trying to say is don't waste your dark days complaining. Don't waste your dark days worrying. Don't waste your dark days comparing your journey with somebody else's. I'm loading. I'm not in full form. You think this is the full version of me? Please, I got abs I ain't seen yet. I got peace I have not seen yet. 
I got self-control that I'm still trying. <laughs> if you say one more thing, I'm still, I'm still trying to get that part of me under control. I'm loading. So why do you judge yourself based on where you are in loading? Why are you so hard on yourself based on where you are in loading? And hear me, I know church people try to act like they're the full version of themselves, but if we could be honest, we all loading. You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production. My God. Awesome, 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 awesome. Awesome word. Awesome word, man. God Almighty. I love his spirit, man, and, and, and the way that he took his time to teach. A lot of us are not used to teaching. We we, we like to we like to hit it and go. But I love that he took his time with such a profound word how many of us are loading we didn't understand what was going on in our lives but after hearing what thus said the lord in this hour we can testify to the fact that we are definitely or have been some of us right now are in a loading Season. Some of us are seeing some dark times. Some of us have seen some dark hours, and and and, and we're we're eager and ready to lash out, to leap out into some new things. But God is saying you're not quite ready just yet. I got nuggets. I got nuggets. I got a lot of them. Even when the the video was coming on, before he showed his face, he says, you are in a process of becoming God. Just that right there alone. You are in a process of becoming. And, and when he said that, I could think of, of, of the process of a, a, a caterpillar uh, processing and going through what it has to go through to become a butterfly. He then says, what you are now is not what you'll be after processing is complete. What you are right now, where you are right now, is not what you're going to be after God gets done with you. God Almighty, Lord, help us in here tonight. The worst thing we can do is make prominent decisions based off of temporary discomfort. Making rash decisions when we're in the midst of discomfort. When it's not what we believe it should be, we, we're making making rash decisions, sudden decisions based off of how it feels right now, how it looks right now. How often do we make prominent decisions based off of what it looked like? 
It don't look like it's going to work. It don't look like it's going to work out. So I'm going to end this relationship. Some of us have walked away some, walked away some, from some prominent relationships. And we left prematurely because it didn't look like what we believed it should look like at the point of the relationship. God Almighty. How many times have we shut down the computer instead of waiting before it properly processes the upload because we believe that the system is moving too slow? Oh man, that hit me. So I, I always jiggle that mouse and, and 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 hit power. If it ain't moving fast enough, I hit the power and make it refresh. Shut down everything. I close everything down because this thing is not moving fast enough. Oh God Almighty! How often have we left some places <laughs> because if I wasn't growing? fast enough I, I wasn't moving up the 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 chain the the ladder of a job fast enough we we move before we were supposed to move i love the nugget and he says about uh spirituality being a journey because within a journey it could be tiresome, it could be loneliness, it could be discomfort, and we could easily lose our way in the midst of a journey. But the one thing that I could testify to the fact that a journey is uh, 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 is a journey. A journey is what not a journey without a start. There has to be a starting place, and there has to be. A finishing place. I did a a, 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 a a moment with with Pastor JT. Uh, uh, starters about the starters and finishers. There has to be a start, and there has to be a finish. Oh, good God Almighty! Mm. A Christian have to be perfected. I put my own twist on this. Christian have to be perfected, have to perfect the dance, but show imperfections in the endurance. A Christian has to perfect, has a perfected dance, but can't show the imperfections in the midst of season of endurance. We can blame others at the first sign of pressure. We, we blame everybody for everything. And in that point, God will place us in isolation until we have nowhere to place the blame. The only person we can see is us in the mirror. Everything uh, points back to us. Our fingerprints are on all the mistakes because God has isolated us. He's isolated us. He's made us uh, uh, to be the only one that we can blame our dark place on good god almighty the beginnings will be dark the beginnings will be dark there'll be some lack of support lack of knowledge and wisdom i didn't know how to do no no podcast 
I didn't know how to promote no podcast. Listen, somebody. I I I, I didn't I, I didn't think about how many people would come on, how many people would view. Listen, somebody. You have to start somewhere. You you might not have no support. You you look for all your friends and your families to to be a part of your business and 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 all of your endeavors. It's a part of the process that there'll be darkness in that season. Ooh, God Almighty. Ooh, man, that help, that help, that help. When we start something. We should expect a learning curve. Every single time that I press that button to to start live or start the 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 podcast, there's a learning curve each and every time that we do the preacher's corner. It was a learning curve every single moment that that service started. At house of at house of delivers. It was a learning curve. I had never pastored before. I've been an assistant pastor, and I have sat under pastors. So it's been a learning curve the whole entire time of my ministry. Ah, oh, Lord, I love it. I love it. I love it. Even though it has potential. It doesn't have practicality. We can see the potential. But we, 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 we can't wait to get to it blossoms and it flourishes. Man, he gave us the points of emphasis and invisibility and imperfection. And then that, that invisibility that hit home for me because I'm no longer I no longer have a personal page on Facebook. I had been on Facebook since 2009. I had reached 5,000 friends, and then I, I I go through a season of deleting everything, making myself invisible purposely. God Almighty, and He has me in that season of invisibility again. Because I had the I had the uh, uh, the the desire to want to share everything that God was doing in my life before it launched and before it was out of its infancy stage, and so I share it too soon, and I not have the finances to launch the business and every single time it never failed I, I put it out there and somebody else comes swoop it off that has the finances and that idea is gone before y'all ain't in here I, I put something out there before is ready to be put out there and somebody that got all of the means to come and say oh that was a great one I, I believe I'll keep that one for myself. You'll never get the credit for it. Because it was given premeditatedly. Lord, Lord. What's supposed to come out of that dark season? Load means to install. 
while in the loading process while the loading process occurs we have to wait we have to wait a lot of us don't like waiting I sure don't I'm very impatient I don't like like I don't like doing no waiting so they hit home he asked the question he says why does God develop anointing ground around animals in our loaded season we we have to wait for maturity he says also you can't rush a connection and we definitely cannot microwave maturity I made that mistake several times as a pastor putting people in places where they where they didn't belong because they were still in an infancy stage he said that the the, the baby goat would can't produce milk can't 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 say a rule hello somebody and so so I, I place infants in mature positions trying to microwave the ministry period because I I believe that I needed every position filled in order for the ministry to, to flow effectively and in that process cause the infants to become stagnated in their growth Lord help us in here today Ooh, I was helped the waiting has a purpose and the waiting the purpose is for the individual in the emphasis state the gift that's in the emphasis state the business that's in the emphasis state to mature he goes back and give an answer as to why God developed anointing around animals and beasts and he said God raises gifts around animals so they can learn that they are unbreakable so they can learn that they are unbreakable oh man i can i can think of uh of how a mother bird has has uh eggs uh baby chickens and, and then that emphasis stays there in the egg and that tree is up real high. They they cover that egg, protect that egg until they hatch. And even after they hatch, they come out of the egg. The mother still covers them. Hello, somebody. And they don't uncover them until they are mature enough to know that they can withstand the loading process. God Almighty. How many of us know that development doesn't look good? When that egg, when that egg crack open and that chicken come out, them them are not some good look at that. You're not ready to, to take pictures of that. Them, those are some ugly animals. But in the process of uh, the develop, de development stage, it don't always look pretty especially in ministry you're not gonna go automatically have a mega ministry not gonna look good everybody's not gonna be in place 
where we believe that they ought to be. You, you're not going to just automatically know all of the operations that's supposed to work together effectively without maturing. Oh, man, I was hell. And then I love the fact that he drew, he drew that grid with the calling and the purpose and the alignment. My God, I was blessed, man. I was blessed. I hope you were blessed. I hope you were blessed. I hope you were blessed. I love good sound teaching. I love it. I love it. Just as much as I love preaching. But I love teaching even more because it gives clarity. And, and, not going on, and he took his time. He broke down every scripture. Made it plain as a baby can get it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's go to the comments. There was some nuggets in here that I didn't that I didn't write down. I love that one there. Uh, Lady Mayberry wrote, uh, Can't rush the connection. Microwave they maturity. Yes. Yes, 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 yeah. Load, the definition of load was to install. Was to install. Man, that was good. That was good. Hope y'all were here. Lady Mayberry said, she said, what happened to the 70s? I'm so glad you put that on there because it was it was a valid point. I saw exactly what he was doing. And I was I was contemplating doing a segment on uh, where the church is headed. And if we be quite honest, the church is headed to those that are behind us. And so we have to, we're in a, a processing, a loading season as it relates to the body of Christ because there is a shift that is about to occur. I, I'm in a group on, on, on Clubhouse and I went into this group. Uh, uh, I'm the only pastor in this group and everybody in there was way younger than me and the question came up with why don't any of them go to church and they they noticed they said whoa let's stop cussing y'all let's stop cussing oh we got to get it together man we got the pastor in the house the pastor's on here y'all y'all and not and i cut the mic off i said uh y'all be yourself they say, yeah, man, uh, because I don't know how to, I don't feel right talking the way I'm, I say, be yourself. I say, Do you, have you ever noticed that when Jesus went out and when he walked out, he walked among the people and he was in more conflict with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Those were the church folk. So he had to go among the individuals that wasn't save to save said that I come that they may be healed delivered and set free he didn't come for the saved folk 
And so with that being said, there were a lot of young people in there that could that couldn't connect with 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 where the body of Christ is now. And they said they said if there's preachers and people like you, I'll give the church another opportunity. I looked at your page and I looked at your you, you got you got uh, you got some some nice sound of music on there. You don't look all churchy. You don't sound all churchy. And I can relate to you. They said you cool, Pastor. Now these are, these are people. These are are well with blue checks by their name on on Instagram. These are are, are well. I don't. I didn't know them until today. That they were well-known artists, well-known uh, uh, individuals that uh, in in the music industry, in the in the film industry, model models and 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 financial gurus and all that stuff, and they want to stay connected because they see something here that they don't see out there. Oh man, a prophet not received in his own home. Listen, if they can see what you're around consistently, never mind. Development doesn't look good. We still in the developmental stage, and when it blossoms. Good God Almighty, it's going to be off the chain. It's going to be off, off the chain. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I thank God that there, uh, there's still something that stuck around. You know, uh, we, hit that, we hit that one right on the head in the beginning. Be some dark, dark days. Some lack of support, but there's always, always great times to receive testimonies like these. Let me turn it out. Just like this. Your testimonies. First and foremost, giving unto God for allowing me to speak from my heart. I just want to say, Pastor Mayberry, First Lady, I just want to say thank y'all for y'all prayers and y'all support. First Lady, my wife, we have to report Thursday to the doctor, this Thursday, and they're going to let us know, and she's going to have to go right into surgery. So I just want to let you know that, and thank you for your prayers. And to the HOD family, if you're listening, we got to get our mind and our hearts right. We have to get our minds and our hearts right, because we don't know if we're going to be here tomorrow or not. These past couple of years, we done had so much killing from 
COVID-19. You can't walk through Walmart. You can't walk through the mall. You can't go to the concert. You can't go to Six Flags. Cause you never know if gunshots might ring out. Not only older people are passing, I'm talking about the youth. I'm talking about the youth is passing. So we got to get our hearts and our minds right with God. Just to put this on the table too. The police killings that we done had. I'm talking about people who was unarmed. Now they done passed the law where you got the right to carry your firearm. Can y'all see where I'm going with this? Can y'all see where I'm going with this? We have to keep our minds and our hearts right with God. And I'm just meaning that from the heart. And I just like the HOD movement by Pastor Mayberry and the First Lady. Because keep in mind, I done been to big churches. Big, big churches. Now, I'm not knocking the big churches, but I don't have to put a number on the envelope just to pay my tithes or give off to put a number on there. The small churches is more family-oriented where they know you by name. I can't knock the big churches, but I'm just going on how I feel. I better yet, how the H-O-D family makes me feel. And I'm just saying, we have to get our minds and our hearts right. There's something to think about, you know, something to put on your mind. And I just had to tell Pastor Mayberry and First Lady, I thank them, I appreciate them, I love them. Keep up the good work. Continue to have faith and believe in God and let him lead and let him guide you and let him walk with you. Because I guarantee you, he's going to walk you where you need to be and where you should be. I just want to say thank y'all for everything. I love y'all. One love. Solid work. It's all worth the work. I get asked all the time. Do you get tired of doing that? There's a lot of work involved. Preparation, a lot of studying, a lot of researching. But to hear testimonies like that, it's worth it. Definitely worth it. To hear people that had never seen me before. Say that they were. Now I I go to that church. I listen to that. That's encouraging. That's why. I do what I do save soul set free and deliver be the best beacon of light that I can be on a day to day basis not for popularity not for fame but for the glorification 
of the Most High King. That's why we do this. That's exactly why we do this. Bless you. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. As always, I'm grateful that each and every one of you had tuned in. Hope you were blessed. Hope there were some nuggets that you can hold near and dear to your heart. Reflect on where you are spiritually right now in this season. And contemplate. Is it worth fighting for what God intends for you to be? Not what you desire to be, but what God intends for you to be. Father God, we bless you, we magnify you, we adore you for who you are in our lives, God. We just Thank you for this word, Lord. We thank you for these, your people, Lord God, that have gathered here on tonight, Lord God. We thank you in advance for the listeners that will hear this broadcast, God. We ask that there be a, a, a special anointing that goes and penetrates the hearts of men and women, Lord God, that may hear this word. And the eyes be open, and their lives be changed. To be patient and wait during the loading process. We ask that the individuals that have gathered here on this live broadcast take heed to what's been placed before them. Apply each and every concept, each and every note, each and every nugget that they receive on tonight. Applied within their everyday lives. Don't allow them to continue to procrastinate. And stay stagnant. But to build on their most holy faith. Even in the midst. Of the loading process. Of the dark time. Of the backside. Of the mountain. God we give you the glory in advance. For changed lives. For changed situations. For changed hearts. For renewed spirits. Even now God. We ask that you forgive us for all of our sins. Even now God. Blat out all of our transgressions. It's in Jesus mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 I hope you were. Hope you were blessed. Hope you were blessed. Hope you were blessed. Hope you were blessed. As always, I'm going to give you a few things. Y'all ain't got to wait till next week to start this new you, new mindset. You ain't got to wait till next week. I'm going to encourage you to start now. Get perfect later. Dream big. Use kind words. Say I love you. Say please and thank you. Be grateful. Help others. Don't whine. Be 
be silly. Keep calm and carry on. That's my time. Salute. God bless y'all. Y'all have a great night. I'm out of here. Out of here. This is in-house production. In-house production. This is our in-house production. This is our in-house production.